Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with the Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Like my best friend, Carly Grieve, who's here with us today. She is the CEO and president and founder and all of the above of Lux Cartel, which is a premier online swimwear destination. And you can find all of the most beautiful, amazing bikinis at affordable prices at shopluxcartel.com. Thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Carly's nervous. Yeah, this is my first podcast I've ever been on, and I, <laughs> I really tried to get out of it, but Olivia doesn't take no for an answer. Carly is one of my biggest inspirations in life, so I just really wanted her to be here and share her story with you because she's the first entrepreneur that I personally knew as my own friend, and she is a boss babe, and I wanted her to share her story with you guys, and I thought it would be a great opportunity for her to come on because she's always like kind of behind the scenes. You are really buttering me up. <laughs> but yeah, I do like to stay behind the scenes. So this is, I'm definitely out of my element right now. Also, cheers. Thanks to First Leaf for getting our buzz on. Mm. They are a algorithm driven wine delivery service. Whatever that means. Isn't this good? Yeah, it is good. It's like a California cab. <laughs> So Carly, tell us a little bit about what is Lux Cartel, what can people find on the site, and what inspired you to get into swimwear? Okay, so we are an online swimwear retailer, so we're a multi-brand retailer. We sell like a bunch of different designer swimwear options, and then also like some select cover-ups and like related accessories, but primarily the swimwear. And you have like some of the cutest bikinis. I get all of my bikinis on Lux Cartel, obviously, because yeah, I have the hookup, but like they also have the best stuff. We do and, have some pretty good stuff. And it's like not that expensive because like bikinis can be really, really expensive. It, de- it depends. Some are more expensive than others. I don't want to like go out and say they're super affordable because like they're some m- of them aren't that affordable. I think they're more affordable than others. And the ones that are expensive, you can tell the quality because I have invested totally. in some of the more luxe pieces yeah. and you can really tell the difference in the quality. They range from around $100 for the set to about $300 for the set. So Carly, you started Lux Cartel though, not with swimwear, with actually like costume jewelry, right? Yeah. So originally the concept was like a fashion accessories website that I kind of came up with um, when I was living here in New York, kind of right after college, like a year or so out of college. And I was looking for a change and I like wrote up this like really laughable business plan. Like I actually wish I could find that cause it was ridiculous. <laughs> and, um, so, and I came up with that idea to do the accessories boutique, but then I also, I remember like when you had the costume jewelry and we were in my apartment and we were like modeling by like the windows like so embarrassing I used to torture all my friends and then like I'd like look through the photos and like but why don't these look like a Harper's Bazaar like editorial oh my god it was so my iPhone Olivia modeling and it was like an iPhone 5 or something it's so cringy I feel like oh yeah like with the jewelry and stuff it was like very cringeworthy whatever I was working with that I had you were a good model thanks So you wanted to start it as an accessories boutique. Right. Okay. So yeah, I started playing around with the idea of that. I wrote up a business plan. And then meanwhile, my then boyfriend, now husband, his sister was already a swimwear designer. And her stuff is really, really cute. It's still like one of our best sellers. Monte Swim. Very good. (laughs) They have the best bottoms. It doesn't give you like any like fat rolls or anything. Seamless fit. They are very well known for the fit of their (laughs) bottoms. They accentuate the booty, but they do not cut in. Yeah, it's really good. 
It's one of my faves. Right. So anyway, to this day, they're still one of our best-selling designers. And so anyways, I'm dating Devin. His sister was doing that. And I was like, these are really cute. I obviously want to put these on my website. Anyway, so I was... I went on like that for a bit and it was like a jewelry website that also randomly had like five <laughs> bikinis. What like inspired you to like start an online um, like boutique even? Like what made you think like, okay, like I don't like my job, but I, now I'm going to like start an online boutique. So I was always interested in fashion, but I was not like cut out to be a designer or anything like that. So it was kind of a way to incorporate my like love of fashion while also finding fulfillment as a businesswoman. So that was that. And then I don't know if you remember this, but I kind of had like this weird like fascination with Sophia. I was going to say that. Like, so, really at the, so at the time it was like the heyday of like Nasty Gal and Sophia Maruso. Who this was still, before she wrote her book and I used she, to like yeah. read interviews with her. And, and she's still, and she's still like an amazing businesswoman, but has transitioned. No, totally. But well, uh, now it's kind of like a cautionary tale. No, she's transformed herself. Now she has oh, like girl sure. boss. Like, I mean, she's still a badass. And there was like this huge, like what New York times article. And I think we read it and it was like all about how she like started this like nasty gal from nothing. And yeah. Then, and she was a college dropout and like, and I think it was that, a really cool story. I got you her signed book say that for my birthday that year. Olivia got me a signed copy of girl boss, which was her book that she wrote. Which <laughs> was really nice. I still have it. Cause Carly was the girl boss. Cause she was going to yeah. do what Sophia Amoroso did for clothing, but for accessories. Yeah. So she, I kind of, I was definitely inspired by her at that time. So I, I, I put Monse up on the site alongside the jewelry. and But I still, like, in my head, it was, like, still an accessories website. And then kind of I had that aha moment. Like, I woke up, like, I don't know how long later. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm an idiot. Like, we're not an accessories website. Like, no one cares about these accessories. I'm not making any money. The price point's so low. Like, it's not, like, generating enough income. Like, the swimwear that is, like, a higher price point, like, this is, like, way more sustainable for me. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is what the people are responding to. And it kind of made sense. And, like, I'm from Miami. And it was just, like, a better fit. And it kind of transformed from there. And then you guys did that for how long in your apartment in New York before you moved to Miami? Um, About a year and a half. Yeah, I remember your office was, like, in a corner of your and Devin's bedroom in, like, an apartment. You can't see this, but it was like that. It was it was really small. It was just like a, a little wall, and they like had four other roommates. Yeah. Like with, it was like it was the bad. typical like New York City like living situation. And she had like a little drawer with all of her jewelry and like a couple bikinis. And yeah. it was, and I remember like coming over and like trying on bikinis for the first time. I was like, oh, these are so cute. Yeah. So when did you like start getting other designers onto the site, like and transitioning to being like more of like a swimwear? So after destination? I like, came to that realization. I started picking up like more and more swimwear lines. How did you do that? Did you like reach out to them? Or? I would reach out to them and then like there are swim trade shows in Miami. Like Miami Swim Week is primarily like a large trade show where you can um, source different designers and meet with them and view the lines for the upcoming year. So, but I mean, that was like one of the first things that I learned is that just because you want a line and like maybe you have enough money to buy from them, they're like really selective about who they'll sell to. And like, it's all this like club of like, who's cool and they want to make sure that they're being merchandised next to other brands that they think are cool and yeah. like that your website looks the way that they want it to look. And so that was like a learning experience, but eventually like... So like your first trade show, like who were the designers that were down to, you know, let you buy their pieces? Were you turned down by any big designers that you now have? I don't remember who specifically turned me down, but I do remember that one of the first to like take a chance was Beach Riot and they were like pretty big at the time. 
And I mean, they still are actually. And um, so they were like one of the first to like, and once you Why do you pick think they up, gave you that chance? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like I don't, can't like put my finger on it. I don't, I sent them like, I didn't, I don't even think that the website was like fully like functioning at that point. <laughs> like I sent them like a mock-up of something and they were just like, okay, like you can pull from our like immediate stock. I was like, okay, awesome. Um, so, and then once you get one, then like another one will do it, you know, cause then you have one cool brand and then they're like, okay, well then I guess you're yeah, kind and then of it's legit. Way and then it like snowballs and then. Um, I remember like a big thing for me, it was like the first time that like Acacia sat at me front row at their like fashion show was Damn. like a big deal. They when were, was like, that? Uh, that was probably like two or three years ago. And that was like one brand that like is difficult to get an account with. And then, so like getting to that point, that was like a cool little. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. So how did people like start finding stuff on Lux Cartel like how did you get customers like eyeballs onto your site buying products I mean mainly Instagram um so like tell us a little about about uh, tell us a little bit about your Instagram strategy so this was like in the very beginning um you know I feel like it was a lot easier to grow a following back then like before the algorithm changed and people weren't like so competitive with it and you could you didn't have to be like as strategic about it and you could just write hashtags and just like other people's content and it would happen kind of like naturally and organically now it's a little different you have to spend a lot of money but I think like one thing that differentiates us from other um some of our competitors is that we really do invest a lot in the content that we put out there and um even though we don't like have as big of budgets as like these huge retailers like we take the time and spend the money on like quality photo shoots like booking like really um, experienced models, photographers, and all of that stuff, so that we have like really good content that is like our aesthetic and branding is the most and important thing. What would you say like your aesthetic and like your brand and like what is the vibe of the swimsuits that you curate? I would describe it as um, elevated but also edgy. Um, and what are your like some of your favorite pieces that you've ever sold? Well, Monse, of course, is one of my favorites. <laughs> there's like so many right now we have one that's like really sparkly and fun it's like a Christmas it's like a Christmas tree oh almost. I saw yeah. that it's so cute yeah. you used it on like your email blast right yeah. it's really cute so that one's like a one of my current favorites do you know the name uh, it is by um a an Italian brand called Osere we actually just picked them up that's also like a really fun part is like sourcing new brands. Like at first you really want to get like all the really well-known brands and then it's kind of fun to like find like some smaller, more independent ones yeah. that are really doing like And then you can get things. like, and then you have something that other websites don't have and you can also, you know, get visibility on these new companies. Yeah. So you're doing them like a favor as well. Definitely. Cool. Um, so how do you differentiate from those big retailers online? So my motivation has kind of always been to take that frustrating feeling when you're like on one of those huge retailers and there's like 1,000 pages to go through. Yes, that's the worst. Yeah, so I want to keep everything like super curated, super niche and like kind of eliminate all of that extra noise that's like unnecessary I think what's great about Lux Cartel is that it has like the best curation like I like to go on it just because I know everything there is going to be cute so I don't have to like sift through a bunch of stuff that I know isn't going to fit me well or is going to be shitty quality but that everything there is going to like have a nice cut is going to have good material and is cute so I just kind of like have to pick what I like based on it 
Um, so that's what I think is great about Lux Cartel. Yeah, and that's like <laughs> what we're trying to do. Like rather than going through 80 pages and maybe you like one thing on each page, we want to have like 10 pages and you like almost everything and you just have to pick like what your favorite one is. Because like a lot of times I'll order bikinis. Well, I don't do this anymore, obviously, but Better like not. in the past when I have ordered bikinis on other sites and then they come to you and you're like, I look like I just pooped in my pants. Like this bottom the does not effect. fit me yeah. well. And that's honestly like the first reason why I like started buying like mainly like Monte and all the other stuff on your site is because like you need like a nice fit to like if you're already gonna like put on a bikini I don't know about like all of you but I no matter like how much I'm in shape I feel like a little bit self-conscious so you want to have your bathing suit to like fit you well and like accentuate like the positives in your body as much as possible and like hide the negatives as much as possible. And that's why we're really selective about the designers that we carry and even the styles that we carry. Do you like test try on everything or like how do you know if it's like fits well? I do and especially if it's like a newer (laughs) brand like I've been inside the trade show and I've asked to put things on like inside of their booth and like (laughs) you're not really supposed to do that. So you like get naked like in the middle of the trade show? So they're supposed like a lot of the brands have models within the trade show that are standing there and you're like try this one on. I want to see how it fits on the body but then a lot of times they don't spring for a model in their booth so then you're kind of just like looking at like it on the table and you're like no and I'm like no like I'm gonna I need to try this on or you need to mail me a sample so I can try it on yeah or yeah or plus the model you know how it fits a model is it necessarily how it's gonna gonna fit fit you exactly you can get an idea of it if it's not looking good on the model even though you look look like a little mini model okay (laughs) Carly has like a model body I definitely don't I'm like five one But yes, exactly. Well, how it's going to like fit on the model is not how it's going to look on, you know, every other girl. So I I think that's so so important that like the fit is like key. And then that's like when you want to invest in a bathing suit that you're going to wear like a bunch of times. Exactly. And like, I feel like also like when nowadays, especially with Instagram, like when you're going on a trip, like, you know, that bikini is going to get a lot of exposure on Instagram, first of all. And then second of all, if you're going to be like half naked, you know that the fit needs to be perfection. Like any little thing you can do to make yourself feel just a tiny bit better is so worth it. You're working out for this trip. You're getting tan for it. You want to look good. And then you're going to be like taken in this one photo. It better fit you well. Cause like, And that's also the thing. You get photographed in this bikini, and that's why I have to keep buying more and more bikinis. It's it's a scheme because I'm like... I didn't invent Instagram, (laughs) although I wish I did. I was like, I can't wear this. I love this bathing suit, but I've been... I have three photos in it now, and I can't ever wear it again. I know. It's a problem. (laughs) But it's good for you. Yeah. Well, it's a problem for everyone else. (laughs) So what are some of the coolest, like, new brands that have emerged that you've discovered from Lux Cartel, and what are some of the trends that you've seen come and go in swimwear? Okay, well, one thing that has become super popular and it kind of, like, sounds hard to believe is, like, this one-size-fits-all type swimwear. I have one, and I'm obsessed with it. So it's basically this crazy fabric. I don't know. It's, like, magic or something. It stretches from, like, a zero to, like, a ten or something, like, along those lines. So maybe not in one-size-fits-all, but one-size-fits-all. Fits a lot, yeah. Yeah. And it, like, it doesn't just stretch. Like, it actually looks good, and it, they're really cute. So flattering. And for me, it's amazing, because for buying, like, not having to size all of it, like, I can just say, like, I want 30 of these, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to be, like, five extra small, this, 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 and then you're stuck with, like, a bunch of extra smalls and larges. Yeah. And, like, yeah. So, I mean, that's been amazing. Um, and Hunza is, like, a brand that uses that, that you were one of the first people to pick up, right? Yeah, so they've been around for a really long time, but they kind of had a resurgence, and that bikini, there's, like, this ruffle bikini that they had, like, a year or two ago that, like, sort of went viral, and I, like, kind of rediscovered it, like, right before that whole thing happened, and I was, like, able to get in on that. Like, I was one of the first uh, U.S.-based retailers to have 
that suit, which was the Tracy set. Um, it's like this really cute like bandeau with a little ruffle and it was like on every single like influencer and yeah, blogger. It, it went like super viral that summer and um, after we picked it up and like that happened like a bunch of other retailers picked it up but that was kind of like at the tail end of its like popularity. Yeah she was before all the big box people had it. Yeah so that I mean we can be like more nimble since we're smaller and like I can see something and like immediately pick it up. I don't have to like run it up the totem pole and like all of that when you have like a huge corporation and stuff so um, that's nice like I'm able to like act on like my impulses and stuff like that. So how do you like work with influencers like how has that contributed to like your brand? I know you have a bunch of them that have worn your suits like I've seen like Kendall Jenner wearing your suits and Kristen Bell and like a bunch of other people like that so a lot of times the brands are the ones gifting like those like A-list people and then we're able to like repost those photos okay I'll tell that story next okay so a lot of times with those like A-list like actors and like Kardashians and stuff that's like happening from the brand's PR agency sending off like gifting or maybe they're paying I don't know and then we're like able to repurpose those photos but then like within the influencer space more like bloggers and stuff we like have okay so we have sirens going again but I'm just gonna keep going because there's not that much battery left on the camera apparently yeah we gotta keep going <laughs> we gotta push through the sirens sorry New York like people New York can't be quiet sorry guys yeah. <laughs> um okay so within so but we do work with like a lot of influencers in the fashion space and like those bloggers and we also get like a ton of people requesting like free gifting and stuff like that through like DM like my whole DM is filled with like People uh, requesting stuff? People requesting stuff. And, like, unfortunately, we can only work with, like, so many people at a time. We have to be pretty selective about it, just budget-wise and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so... Have you seen, like, a really big spike with the uh, influencers? Or, like, has any, like, particular influencer helped you a lot more? Like, um, any good stories around that? Um... So there's one influencer. She's like, you know, one of the really, really big ones. Who is it? Who is it? I'm not saying. Really? Well, I don't know, because the story makes me sound like a stalker. So Carly's a stalker. Like, whatever. We all got to stalk people. I stalked Kyle down the subway and I married him. So things work out. Okay. well, long story short, I was able to deduce from this person's Instagram stories, like what building in New York that they lived in. And so I figured that out and I just kind of like mailed off some gifting to this person and they, they received it and they probably assumed that like through PR I got their address and not through stalking. So how did you know like what unit they were in? Yeah, like more stalking. Really? <laughs> like how? That's so scary. Yeah, that's why I'm not saying. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you actually put the unit? Yeah. Or did you just put like the apartment and then they like figured it out? So, like, once that influencer posted, did you see, like, a huge spike, or... Yeah, we sold through, like, that, all the stock that we had of that bikini. Damn. And then I, like, you know, reordered units from the designer and threw up, like, more units as a pre-order, and we sold through all of them. <gasps> so, yeah. Wow. So, it does, it can help, and it's all about, like, the hustle the and, like, figuring it out. The pros are, like, pros, and then it's kind of, like, the nobodies who sometimes screw you over. Oh, totally, because I feel like a lot of influencers, at least that we've worked with, they're just influencing and just selling every part of their life that if you, they speak about you, it's just, like, a blip in the day, so it doesn't really, like, make an impact. 
if someone really loves your product or, you know, yeah. it's authentic, then people can like kind of see through that. And that's when it makes a difference, Cause right? Like, yeah. Cause like, for example, that blogger or like even like some of like the girls from The Bachelorette that I, I've worked with, I'm yes, like, they too. actually request product and we send it to them and they can obviously charge like thousands of dollars for a post. But in this instance, they just wanted the product and like mm-hmm. they actually posted about it and those end up doing the best when it's Same. like an organic thing that they actually love because the things they actually like are the things that their followers are actually going to really like. Yeah. And that comes through when people like authentically love. Right your product whereas you're just selling like god knows what and I've always had more luck with like when when it's just like pure gifting rather than like paying for a post um like and the bigger influencers they'll like do you a solid you know like they're not yeah I don't know how to explain it yeah so your husband and Devin and his sister are also in the bikini business but they run their own swim line which is Monse which we've talked about so how does that kind of fit in with Lux Cartel? Okay, so this kind of confuses people. A lot of people yeah, think it's Devin very and I confusing. Like, work together or I work for him or yeah. he works for me or something. And so like I'm here to set the record straight. Yeah, we're here <laughs> to set the record straight. Um, so a year or two after I was do- I started doing Lux Cartel, Devin, as I said, he was kind of supporting me. He was a CPA. He was the one with like a steady job. And um, whatever we decided or he decided that we were going to leave New York, go back to Miami, and he was going to partner with his sister, who's a swimmer designer, because, like, she was doing well and she needed his help. And um, it was pretty scary at the time, honestly, because I was the one who was supposed to be, like, doing, like, my thing and following my dream, and he was supposed to be doing the opposite Supporting of that. you. <laughs> yeah. But um, in the end, like, I mean, we never looked back, and they're killing it, so... Yeah, I they're mean, killing it. The they're thing. huge. Yeah, but I mean, and it's also amazing because he really understands my business, even though we don't work together the way you and Kyle work together, like, every single day. But you work, t- like, with each other a right, lot. exactly. And, like, he, like, actually has, like, a really deep understanding of what I do and, like, can help me strategically since I don't have, like, a ton of help. And so it's actually been, like, the best thing for us. Yeah, you guys are, the like, a bikini power couple. Yeah, so we're, like, a walking Miami cliche. Yeah. <laughs> Which is totally fine. It's awesome. It works for us. I'm like, I have these really cool friends in Miami and they work in bikinis and they are bikini entrepreneurs. Okay. (laughs) That's us. Yes. We're the bikini family. Yeah. That's so cute. I can't wait for the little baby. Little baby bikini. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait. Yeah. Coming soon. (laughs) So Carly, we always ask all of our guests what their spark is. So I know you pretty well, but I don't know. What is your, like, spark, like, your motivation that keeps you going, that, like, makes you want to, like, go to work every day, do what you do, like, uh, even when it's kind of, like, sucky and, you know, not fun? Um, You know, obviously, I like playing with cute bikinis, and I like doing photo shoots and all of that stuff, but really just, like, growing the brand itself and the company itself has been, like, my biggest passion. Like, it's my baby, like, just the business aspect of it and, like, putting hard work into something and actually seeing it pay off. I mean, a lot of times you put hard work into something and it, like, doesn't, doesn't and those yeah. are, like, the terrible days where everything's, like, opposite day, but... Just That's when Mercury's is in like retrograde. The honest answer is that. <laughs> so we always gift all of our guests a spark ring, which is your yeah. daily reminder That's of... So your you know motivations your passions and you can kind of look down and be like okay I can keep going (laughs) and your hustle Olivia has a lot of bikinis from Lux Cartel but I also have a growing collection of the clear-cut pieces oh my god Carly was (laughs) the not happy about it Carly was the OG clear-cut couple she was my first ever clear-cut couple so this is the perfect transition from spark to sparkle yes so 
Oh, we could talk about that. Yeah. So <laughs> tell us, so you brought like a piece of jewelry that is sentimental to you. What is that? Okay, well, I have two pieces. Obviously, my engagement ring is my most important piece that I wear every day, and which I love is my husband, the, and I love Olivia. Which is the OG clear-cut ring. Yes, and my wedding bands are also both from the clear-cut. She's I was just, also a bridesmaid at Olivia's wedding, so I got gifted. She my, has our mint, our petite bezel pendant, a bestseller, and a great piece to wear every single day. I know, I made both of them. So yeah. one actually was a diamond that was an heirloom from your grandma, and we put it in a bezel, and the other one was our petite bezel. And she layers it beautifully um, and wears it every single day, right? I do. Actually, <laughs> I wear both of them every day. Amazing. Um, and what's your other piece? Okay, so I actually brought this Ooh, I um, love that. family crest ring. and the You have crest. a family crest? That's fancy. Yeah, exactly. So actually... So Jewish this, people have family crests? They don't, but I guess we were like pretty important back then, or my ancestors were. <laughs> back when? Uh, in like the 15 and 1600s. In so like that's Poland? That's how far back the crest goes. No, this is actually from like Spain and Portugal area oh. bef- before the Spanish Inquisition when we were like driven out, and that's when we went to the Netherlands. So this is like a little piece of like family history. That's really cool. And it's actually pretty cool looking. It's like... A cool piece. Yeah. So I don't know exactly what. And all signet the rings are mean. so in now. So who gave that to you? My dad. Awesome. Did Stephanie get one? So yeah, me and my sister. <laughs> my dad also has one. He wears on his pinky. Cool. And yeah, everyone in my family has those. That's awesome. That's a really good piece. Yeah, I figured it was a good conversation piece. <laughs> it's a very good conversation piece. Yeah. And when people see it, do they ever like ask you about it? I don't wear it that often. You should. It's chunky. Yeah, I, I guess I should. Um, it looks good with all your other but stuff. Yeah, my sister actually has a tattoo of it. Really? Yeah. Where? We, we were going to get them together, but then I didn't do it. You chickened out? I mean, I didn't, like, go with her and then say I was going to do it and didn't do it, but I told her in advance that I wasn't. She was like, well, I'm still going to do it. Because you have just that one tattoo. I have no tattoos. <laughs> Zero. Carly None got whatsoever. this tattoo when she was, like, 16. It's, like, of this little heart with a dove and on her hip, and I think... Olivia's confusing me with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, and I know you're obsessed with, like, emerald cuts and stuff. Now, you always want to try on my eternity band, right? Because that's going to be Carly's push present. Yes. Next year when Carly has a baby. Well, don't jinx me. Okay, no, (laughs) I won't. That actually was bad. I won't jinx it, knock on wood. Or just a great anniversary gift. But I also got you emerald cut studs because I know you like those. Those will be my 30th birthday present. Oh, that's coming up soon. Sure is. These are one and a half carat each. We're plotting on Devin. Devin's in for it. Yeah. Is this a good size? I know you wanted yes. fat ones, but I feel no, like these, these are, are good for every good. day. Yeah. I'm not. I don't put them on, do I? No. Yeah. But you can kind of look at them. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually really love these. Those are cute for every these single one day. Carat. One and a half one each. Mm hmm. Sure, it's like not that much money, Devin. <laughs> no, it's um, it's fine. We'll talk later. <laughs> I love them. Yeah, so these are great. The, so I think fun. these are, like, cool for every day because, like, they are a little different than... I know you, you wanted, like, emerald cuts instead of browns. So yeah. You just need to make sure they, like, face the right way because they can turn inside. Yeah, and I have almost the same ring size. I think my finger no, might Carly, even be a tiny bit smaller than I hers. have very small hands. I have a size 4 ring finger, but Carly has the smallest fingers. She's, like, a 3 and a half, and then, like, with balls in her ring and everything. That's true. I was, like, trying to, like, put on her ring when I was sizing, and, like, I was, like, I'm not, gonna put, not even going to put this on. It's, like, so small. <laughs> but then n- none of your friends can try on your ring. And they, they can put it on, like, their pinky, pinky. sometimes, yeah. Um, 
I think when Devin originally got the ring from you, he didn't know my size, and he got no, like a c- size five, and we were in Santorini, like when he proposed to me, I Ooh, had tell like us band-aids a- on the inside. Tell us about your proposal story. I love this story. Wait, so Devin um, got the ring from me, and he, they were literally like the first people I knew that were getting engaged, because they got engaged so young. They I were was like, a child bride. <laughs> she was like 24. But they were going on birthright, which is like this trip to Israel that like Jewish kids go on that we all go on and it's free. And you like basically like hike through the desert at a certain point. And then they were going to go to only Devin would think it's a good idea to like intertwine those two things. And and then they're going to Greece right after he said he was like, it it would be great to propose in Greece. But then he'll have to like carry this diamond around this like like trek around Israel. So he kept it. In like uh, he borrowed this like really embarrassing dorky <laughs> belt from somebody, somebody's dad. I think he borrowed it from, and it had a pocket on the inside of the belt where you could like hide a ring. And so why did they make there. that belt for like for cash? That, yeah, for that, so that you like when you're traveling, you don't get like pickpocketed or something. <laughs> Dude, were you like Devin? Why are you wearing such a dorky belt? Well, that and he had it like the ring box, I guess, when we <laughs> weren't like it was like in his laptop case, and like we're like leaving the bus. You're on birthright. You're like on these coach buses, and we're like leaving the bus. Devin's like, I'm gonna bring my laptop case with me like I'm like what are you talking about you weirdo everyone's leaving their stuff like you're embarrassing me stop it and but you know little did I know he's like I'm just gonna bring my briefcase on this hike I'm like what so he schlepped it around Israel for like two weeks and then you go to Greece and his luggage gets stolen or like lost yeah his luggage was lost but it wasn't in the luggage but he had no clothes I was wearing the same thing for three days And he wouldn't stop complaining about it. And I was like, Devin, who cares? We're in Santorini. Like, let's make the best of it. We'll buy some new clothes. And he was like, not having it. Like, he wanted everything to go perfectly. Obviously, I was clueless. So, so how did he end up proposing? Um, so he ended up proposing to me in Santorini the second night that we were there because the first night he was in such a bad mood. <laughs> he was like all dirty in his old clothes. Yeah. So the second night we went to like a really nice dinner and then we came back and they were supposed to kind of put like flowers all over the room so that like when I got there I would like kind of realize what was happening. Like it would be obvious. Did you think you were going to get engaged? I know you told me that you were there and Devin's like, you're not getting engaged on this trip. Okay. So I had started pressuring Devin because that's what I do like around that time, even though we were like super young, I just still took that opportunity. We were at like brunch right before you guys went on your trip and I had already made the ring and Devin had it and Carly would be like, don't order that drink. That's for my ring fund. No, that's not exactly what it was. He was doing that joke to me. Every time he would buy something, he would tell me it was coming out of my ring fund, like kind of just to fuck with me, I guess. Can I say fuck? Yeah, you can. Okay. Um, yeah, because he, he already had the ring and I was like still pressuring him, but I had like no idea. I thought it would like take him a long time to even come around to the idea and then to save up for it. So I was like, I need to like start being really annoying. Yeah. So I did. And so he took that opportunity to like, always make fun of me in front of all of our friends like every time he was like buying something he would say it was coming out of my ring fund like kind of just so you were like surprised because you didn't see it coming I didn't see it coming and even before we left on the trip he was like he he was actually dead serious he was like you know we're going to Santorini like I I know like we've been talking about getting engaged and I just want you to know like I'm working on it but it's not happening on this trip like I don't want your trip to get ruined and like you think it's coming and it doesn't happen and so like I took that at face value I already didn't think it was happening and then like I really didn't think it was happening I was like okay there's definitely no chance like Mm -hmm. cool whatever um and then it did so I was I was really shocked so you got into the room and there were no flowers no no there was flowers but it was just like a bouquet so like I was like oh like Devin got me flowers like I it wasn't like (laughs) rose petals everywhere and you know something big is happening like it was just like a bouquet like on the table it's funny that when there are rose petals everywhere it means like something big's happening I mean I guess (laughs) I think I would have known a little more like I wouldn't have just think Devin got me flowers yeah 
And then what he got on one knee and what did he say? Okay, so I basically blacked Everyone out. Everyone blacks out. Yeah. I blacked out too. And, and like I put the ring on the wrong hand and we took like a million pictures <laughs> and sent them to my family. You sent me a picture, I remember, and I was like, yeah. That's is that on our right hand? But then the next morning, like we had this little cute photo shoot with like yeah. our robes and like that was the picture we put on Instagram. Head to the clear cut and go to couples and check out the first couple because you can see That's all me. their photos and read their story. Um and yeah, it was like a size six or something. So it was like falling off. You. I we can't believe going, you were wearing it. We were going like on this catamaran trip the next day, but I like still really wanted to wear it because I was like obsessed with it and I had just gotten it. So I like put band-aids like rolled yeah, up on yeah. the inside and like swam like this. I don't know if you can see what I'm doing, but it was really funny. <laughs> oh my God. That's so yeah. funny. So yeah, the OG clear cut couple. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that story. So thank you so much for stopping thank by. I'm so happy. Me. Oh my God. She came all the way to New York for this. I did. She's a good best, friend. Best friend. <laughs> she didn't bully me at all. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm not intimidating. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming by. This was awesome. And thank like you for having me and I love my new ring. Yay. Yay. And if you want to follow Carly, it's at Carly Grief and Lux Carly Car- Dog Grief. If you want to follow Carly on all her personal adventures, it's Carly Doc Grief. But you have to check out Lux Cartel. It's at Lux Cartel and it's shopluxcartel.com. And if you want to see the beautiful jewelry we were looking at today, head to our YouTube. It's at The Clear Cut. And of course, follow us at The Clear Cut. And thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.